Welcome back to Yay Sports, everybody. My name is Ryan Backney here with Ethan Beduza yet again. Happy Thursday, everyone. Um, well, I mean, it comes out on Friday. Happy Friday, but... everyone. Well, technically Thursday night, but Happy Thursday night, everyone. Sorry, sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you do your thing. Um, Ethan, I just want to uh, ask you: um, Are you aware how many points Dylan Gunther has for the Oil Kings right now? Uh, well, according to my sources, and I won't name them because I'm I'm a good journalist. I don't name my sources, but it's roughly a metric fuck ton. Yeah, that is correct. Oil King still four and zero. Um, Gunther's been insane. Uh, goaltender Casa has a nine thirty nine save percentage. They're rolling. Um, playing every Friday and Saturday. Okay, so I, I pulled up some stats. In four games, Dylan Gunther has 10 points. That's pretty good. What might be even more impressive is that in four games, he has six goals. Yeah, that's a few. (laughs) And he's a a plus eight, if you're into that kind of thing. (laughs) 2.5 points per game for Dylan Gunther. And let me just sort here. The Oil Kings have one, two, three, four, five... Six players scoring at a point per game or higher. Video game, man. They are in descending order of points per game. Dylan Gunther, 10 points. Cade Oliver, 9 points. Jake Neighbors, 7 points. Jalen Lupin, 5 points. Liam Keeler, 4 points. And your boy, Sherwood Park product, Matthew Robertson, 4 points in 4 games. Stuff. Yeah, they yeah, are absolutely to, rolling. Needless to say, they're four and zero. I think that's pretty obvious from the from the numbers there. Yeah. Uh, let me just pull up the standings because I haven't been paying attention to anything that's going on outside of the Oil Kings. So, um, it, okay, so they're four and zero. The second place team in the Central Division is Medicine Hat, who's two and two. <laughs> well, yikes! Pretty good stuff. <laughs> wow! Yeah, good start. And this good, was a good, year after um, uh, Gunther got like the Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and I think the Oil Kings are in a really good spot because um, last season was supposed to be the season that they, yeah, <laughs> you know, ascend. The season before, they made it to the WHL Finals. Or, sorry, the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. Uh, right, my bad. Uh, against Prince Albert, they lost in, I want to say, five or six. Six. Six, thank you. I remember going to a game five, so. Um, so they lost in six to Prince Albert. Prince Albert stack team. Like, they went to the Memorial Cup that year. Yep. And then got their butts handed to them. <laughs> um, so last year, in the kind of four-year cycle of junior hockey, last year was supposed to be the season that they took the next step forward, maybe win a ship. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen, obviously. The season got post-well canceled. <laughs> Yeah. Um. But now they have the gang back together. They Minus still have Robinson. Minus Fix Wolanski, which is, I mean, yeah, losing your captain's never fun. Um, but they still have 
They still have Jake Neighbors, first round pick last year. Uh, Matthew Robertson, Dylan Gunther is supposed to be a lottery pick this year. Um, you know, most of the guys are. Most of that core is still there. Obviously, minus a few guys, but they got some young talent to kind of fill those holes. So yeah, and if this start is anything to to go by, you know this could be the year. This could be the year that the Oil Kings get over the hump. And especially you're only playing in the division. Oh yeah, exactly. These teams in here um, are not not superb. And we really have no frame of reference because we're the only division that's actually playing right now. Yeah. <laughs> The OHL so, might start, though. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, the BC teams and the Saskatchewan teams haven't played a game no, yet. not at all. So, um, from what I understand, uh, the Winter Hawks are supposed to be the Oil Kings' biggest competition uh, for the Edge and Elf Cup this year. Um, there was one other team that's supposed... Prince Albert will usually find a way to compete. Yep. That's that kind of small town, fuck you kind of style of playing hockey. Just screw you. We're gonna be good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, great start for the Oil Kings. Could not be more happy. I wish I could watch a game for once. That'd be very nice. I do have that, that'd um, be sweet. notifications on, on for for Flash Score for them, but that's all I got. <laughs> Yank Sports brought to you by Flash Score. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Um. So, Ryan. Hi. I mean, we could talk a little bit of Oilers. We might do that. But there is some news and rumors and gossip just flying all over this fine city of ours and across the nation. I guess I want to start with kind of the big quote-unquote news. It's, well, it's news. Nothing's really amounted from it yet, but... um. The big news that the XFL and the Canadian Football League have... I'm trying to remember how they worded this because it was very vague. <laughs> of course it's vague. It was, like, it was like entered into discussions or something like that. I, I don't feel like pulling up the original tweet, so we'll just say have entered into discussions. The CFL, the XFL... Ryan, what are your initial thoughts when you're hearing news like this? I mean, these are two leagues that kind of dead right now. Not dead. I'd say they're in a coma, at least. I don't know. I, I see this news. I'm like, neat. It's, it feels like the death of Canadian football. But, I mean... It, I would like them to play. Like, you know, if you can get these teams playing, that would be hype. So if if they need to partner up to survive, I think that's a very neat idea, and I, I would support it. But, yeah, just keep Canadian rules. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's, it's tricky because, like I said, the leagues are kind of treading water. And so they – I feel like, like merging could actually – be something really cool. I think it could actually end up working out. At least better I, than anyone on their own. Yeah, we saw how well we saw how it played out last year, right? <laughs> One league didn't play a single game. And the other league, you know, looked like they had their season going smoothly until they realized they didn't have any money. Yeah. 
and then had to shut everything down. <laughs> um, I, I I think when you hear news like this, it's it's easy to be, you know, worried, especially because this is the CFL, right? Yeah. First of all, the league's fucking old. <laughs> we're talking we're talking about more than a century of history here. Yeah. Number two, speaking of old. This is one of the most like traditionalist fan bases of any sports league in the world ever. Yep. Um, you know, you probably still hear guys that are like, "Take the games off TV." Back in my day, we listened to them on the radio, <laughs> and you know, we just stare at them and say, "Okay, Grandpa, time for your pills." <laughs> Imagine so, not wanting like, it on TV. What? <laughs> but. You know, the CFL is in a position where it's such a, well, it's really a reflection of the Canadian psyche where we define ourselves on how different we are from the United States mm-hmm. without giving any regard to the rest of the world. Like, as long as we're better than the U.S., we're the best. Fair. It's with football. It's with healthcare, It's with, anyways, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. So I, when you hear... That, oh, big bad American company trying to take over the CFL. Yeah, it sounds bad. Sounds like nothing good can result from this. And that was my initial reaction. My initial reaction was that kind of, uh-oh, this isn't good. But I have thought of a couple reasons to be optimistic. What you got? Okay, this is eBay's list of reasons to be optimistic about the a potential XFL CFL merger. Because that's what that's what, you know, Dave Naylor of TSN and all the big kind of Canadian football reporters are are thinking is that this ends in a merger between the two leagues. But here's why you should be optimistic about a potential merger. Number 1. The XFL has always been about being different than the NFL. Yeah. It was like it it was extremely like that in 2001 and again it was like that in, in 2020. Yeah. The the XFL's whole identity has been about how can we make a game that fans of the NFL will still watch. But we're still being different from the NFL. And I think that means that it, it lowers the chance that we don't see any more Canadian football rules. I think there still exists a scenario in which, you know, we keep three down football, we keep the big fields, you know, yeah. the 12 player aside. I think there's a potential that that stays because the XFL is all about being different. Yeah, that's true. Number two. This is the big reason why I'm optimistic. Why I think that there's a good chance that this isn't the death of Canadian football, as some people have put it. The man that's currently at the helm of the XFL. Well, I don't know if that's fair. Wayne Johnson. I I don't know if he's a majority owner. But yeah, The Rock. You know, (laughs) he is an owner of the XFL. Ryan, did you know that he played in the CFL? No, I did not. <laughs> it's true. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, before he became a pro wrestler, was... I don't remember what position he played, but he played for the Stampeders. 
And he played for a few years. Nice. And he put out a post yeah. on Twitter. And again, I'm paraphrasing. Um, but he spoke very positively of the CFL and how, you know, it gave him a chance, you know, he came into the CFL with seven bucks in his bank account and he used it to build a life for himself or something. So (laughs) I think that, you know, the rock comes off as a pretty sentimental guy to me. You know, he has fond memories and, so I think that he might be a good voice at the table to kind of advocate for keeping That's... Canadian. Or he's just going to say, fuck it, and let's just play NFL rules, which not much you can do about there. But I think, mm-hmm. and I, I hope to, because you know this about me, I think the CFL is a far superior product to the NFL. The games are way more exciting. It's much more running gun, West Coast, just air the ball up and hope someone catches it. And I love that shit. <laughs> um, so, you know, for me, it's less about keeping the the Canadian part of it. Like, that is part of it. But for me, it's less about the Canadian bit and more about fun. just the better set of rules. Right? So, I don't know. Am I off? No, I think that those are both very good reasons why we can expect... Um, you know, maybe CFL, at least at least it being different than the NFL. I think we can expect it to be different from the NFL. Yeah. Whether or not that is different from the CFL, you know, maybe there's somewhere in between. Maybe they'll just do some crazy thing where XFL, CFL merge, right? And then any games that are played in Canada follow CFL rules. Kind of like how, how baseball does yeah, it. Yeah, like baseball. Yeah. I, I never like thought baseball of it that has way. like different size parks, right? You, maybe the Canadian teams have different different size fields, and then like yeah, you just alternate what rules you use in the in the final game between XFL and CFL. See, yeah, like there, are, and we gotta recognize that there are multiple different ways that this could play out. Like on one end of the spectrum, you have a full merger where it turns into the CXFL or the XCFL. <laughs> yeah. K- the Canadian Extreme Football League or the Extremely Canadian Football League? Neither of those is accurate representation of the merge. So I thought that's something <laughs> different entirely. So, like, you, you you could have a scenario where it's it's one league, like, I guess that'd be, I think, 17 teams in total. Um, I think that's not very likely. I think it's more likely that we see a... Yeah, kind of a baseball setup where you have the two leagues and they kind of help each other out and they share players and they share TV deals and all this. And then, you know, at the end of the year, the winner of the CFL and the winner of the XFL play in the something bowl. (laughs) The soup bowl. The salad bowl. (laughs) There's actually only 15 teams combined. Actually, no. This does. This is outdated. Never mind. Yeah, Carry there's because there's eight in the XFL and nine in the CFL. Yeah, that's right. I just searched up CFL teams, and they got Montreal Alouettes. They have Ottawa Red Blacks and Ottawa something 
Ottawa Rough Riders are both listed here. What about the Renegades? Not listed here. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're missing an Ottawa team. What the hell? Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, nine and eight. So, that that is. Um, yeah. Okay, my math is right. Yeah, good. you're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm curious to see where this goes because I really have no idea. Did, like this could be as simple as, you know, they're gonna have they're gonna share a draft. You know, or. Or champion of each know. league will play each other. Like, like I yeah. think a baseball approach is awesome because let's think about the travel side of this. Like, if you're a broke league, you're not you're not want to pay for travel to take exactly. guys from Vancouver yeah. to Texas. You know, like you're. It's it just it makes sense to keep them playing separately and then like have your championship the same. Like, give me a letter, Ethan, the alphabet. Okay, give me a letter. X. No, that's one you cannot give me. You cannot give me C or X. I need any other letter, please. <laughs> damn it. Okay, uh, damn it. Z. Z. Z or Z, Kay. if you prefer. Well, that's controversial because it's going to be on both sides of the border. So the the Z slash Z FL, <laughs> right? That's that's what this is. And then you have like the XFL, because you know, and this this works with the with a CHL. Right, there's CHL, WHL, OHL, QMJHL. It's just all the HLs that are part of a bigger HL. I think you just go XFL, CH. What's what are they called? CFL, XFL, and then make them po- both part of the Z slash ZFL. And so, like, just the just at the and yeah, you can just use your own rules. On, you can use totally different rules, but just like every like even number you use CFL rules in the final, and 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 vice versa, and so. Or just whoever's hosting the game, you use those rules. Yeah, that's even better. Like if the I don't, game's I don't, in... I don't, I don't think that they're going to be playing interconference games because if you know you, you, the league's broke, they're not going to be doing that much travel. Yeah, that's the last thing you want to do is add a couple thousand miles to your travel schedule. Yeah, so they're not going to do that. There's no way. But I think for a final game, I totally could do it. So. I wonder, like, what do you think is in this for the XFL? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Football? The, the CFL is, let's be honest, it is not in great shape. If they don't play this year, I think that's it. They're toast. You know, it might not be immediate, but within the next 10 years... That league is gonna turn belly side up. I mean, the XFL also failed to play, though they failed to finish. I feel like both leagues can get maybe, you know, they maybe they can finish. You get people on both sides of the border interested, especially in that like final game where you're playing like a. That can be exciting. I feel like that there's, it's 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 similar situation for both. Like if you're Dwayne Johnson. You're or the rock if you prefer. Duanye. And you you swoop in, you save the XFL by giving them, you know, a crap ton of money. Yeah. And you're sitting down with your you know, your lackeys, your henchmen in your boardroom <laughs> with a very with a cartoonishly long rectangular table. And you're sitting at the head of this table. <laughs> Eating an apple. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'll get on with this. You're I Dwayne like Johnson. I like it. You're Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> You're sitting at, at the head of the cartoonishly long boardroom table. Yeah. That's made of glass. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, glass. Metal frame on the bottom, on the floor. <laughs> and you're you're sitting with your lackeys and you're thinking, okay, guys, we have, you know, X amount of money. Sorry, not X. Cause, yeah, I can't use X. Um, Y amount of money. Well, no, that's a different question. A <laughs> amount of money. There we go. Even though that's not grammatically cor- correct. Grammatically correct would be an amount of money. I think we can use there's two variables when you're multiplying. Fuck. A times Is there anyone Shit. still listening? Is anyone still listening at this point? How about this? How about um, this? How about this? How about this? N amount of money. I would say that use works. dollar sign amount of money. But that's not a variable. <laughs> Algae, okay. bruh. Let's just say you have $26 million. Okay, I, sure. Whatever. And you're like, Defining okay, variables, I like it. Ah, oh, fuck sakes. <laughs> And you're, you say, I'm going to dedicate $26 million to something. Something to do with football. Okay, why not just invest it in the XFL? Is my question. With all that preamble. Right? Why go out of your way to... Basically swoop in and save the day for the CFL? Because he played there. Other than the sentiment, like I'm, I'm looking for a, like a logical business motivated reason why the XFL would pursue this. I, th- I think it could be hype. I don't know. Like you're totally relying could, on the fact that people are gonna care. Hype. People, like people might not care. People might not care at all. You know. I don't, like I don't know like. Question is, like, do do you think like the no. Edmonton versus the Seattle Dragons <laughs> in this year's Z slash ZFL final is that gonna the, sell anything? Like, does anyone care? The, the Edmonton, <laughs> <laughs> like, is anyone gonna care if there's like, like, I understand playing football over not playing football is exciting, but like, is this is is a merger gonna be exciting? Is anyone gonna care? Like, I I think it de- it depends what the results of the merger are. Yeah. Right. Like if if they announce tomorrow that sorry we're going to four down football, then people are gonna be pissed. Me among them. Yeah. So, yeah. I all I'll say is that okay. My only conditions for being happy with this are a. The Edmonton Redacteds play football this year. And B, they play it with three downs on a big field with 12 players. That's not all to ask for. <laughs> any other conditions, I'm fine with, honestly. If they, you know, if the, Edmon- if the Edmonton Censors want to play in pink uniforms with sequins, I don't care. <laughs> I I'll probably fucking buy a jersey. <laughs> so yeah, that's I I don't think it's that much to ask. Please, football gods. I don't know. Do footballs? Does, does football have gods? I think it's just the same 
God is the pig god from Buddhism. Whatever that guy what? is. My 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 short answer is yes. I'm pretty sure okay. that you can pray to the football. Pig gods. skin gods, please. Please just the Edmonton Redacteds could go oh and however many games they play next year. I don't 162. care. 162. <laughs> okay, that's a bit much. 95. At, at that rate, they'll need me to be their third string quarterback because they'll just <laughs> run out of players. Uh, you have any other thoughts on the juicy gossip scoop news? Um, Can we get a team name? That's all. Oh, yeah, that's still happening. <laughs> it's all a ploy to distract us from the fact that they're about to name the team the Edmonton Elk. <laughs> Did there used to be 16 XFL teams? I don't think so. Maybe this is just like um a uh like mock league. Cause there was well Yeah, this mock like, league contains are, are the Toronto on... Ninjas. <laughs> I'm just on I just on Google Images. I'm on Google Images. This Oh, that's the worst name. That is the worst name for Yo, the Ethan <laughs> is not the worst name in this league, actually. Okay, do you, do you want to hear what the what the what what they are for this fake league? That some of them are give actually me, real. But give me your top five worst names uh, on this here on this mock yeah. league. I will have to start by saying I'm sorry if one of these is actually one of the eight real teams because this has the eight real teams plus eight expansion teams. Um, L.A. Wildcats. That's a high yeah, school thing. That's not great. That that's a real team. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't. Love the Nevada Invaders. Their logo's sexy. It's an alien. Um, Ryan, are you trying to tell us something? No, because uh, it's fine. This is a safe, <laughs> this is safe space, man. I'm gonna include Toronto Ninjas in the in there as well. And it's just the, published for the whole internet to hear. The New England Rage. And Ethan, Rawr! Ethan, brace for it. The Carolina Attack Sharks. That is real. Why? That is real. <laughs> I I thought you were just gonna say attack, and I'm like, oh god, that's horrible. And then you said sharks. And I'm like, this is so much worse. The Carolina attack sharks. It can't like, be sharks real. Is a perfectly sufficient name. Yeah, there's a link to the image in the uh, Zoom chat. If you want to see that this is a real ass thing, it's on Reddit. It's from Reddit. It's a eight team expansion concept. I fucking love Reddit. Reddit is just the, the top, best. The top comment, what's an attack shark? The reply, it's a shark that attacks. <laughs> Continue <laughs> this thread? Yes, please. Oh, I should get a Reddit. New, New Eng- is that a monkey? <laughs> yeah, the New England Rage is some monkey. Uh, <laughs> like a gorilla. Also, no. Detroit Demons? That's sick. <laughs> That's the guy from fucking He-Man. It is. The guy from the, and he prays. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. That guy. What's his name? Yeah. Hey, old people. If there are any old people. Actually, you know what? Nels Nelson, if you're listening to this podcast, I know you know who the guy from He-Man is because you're of that demographic. The skeleton in so, the purple hood. Actually, I think his name is Skeletor. And he prays. That's from that music yeah. video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's Skeletor. That's his name. Yeah. The guy that goes, yeah. Well, the Detroit Demons is literally just a Skeletor logo as their logo. The Arizona Prowlers looks like freaking Nick Wilde from Zootopia. No, he literally looks like Wiley Coyote. Yeah, that too. Also, the Denver Stampede. He's that's kind of cool looking. Denver. Okay, that Buffalo. Buffalo uh, man. You know how like pit bulls are actually really unhealthy because of their genetics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That that's what this buffalo looks like. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a buffalo with a really flat face. Oh my god, what is this? The Nimbus what Knights? What? what is this? The what? I found another, another like, mock. Oh god. Yeah. We are going so far down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I'm going to get off of Google Images. <laughs> Nimbus. Okay, Nimbus do, 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 do you have any closing thoughts on... Or did we do this part already? I think we did this part already. Lol. Uh, next up, uh, don't trade Ethan Bear. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, guy? Like, it's, it's, oh my god, this is just. You know what it is though? It's gonna become a self fulfilling prophecy. People are just gonna say it so much that it just happens, because that's how the fucking universe works. And then we're gonna get, we're gonna lose Ethan Bear, who in three years is gonna be our best defenseman. And we're going to get nothing for him. You think we're going to get Jake DeBrusque for Ethan Barrett? Not a chance. You have not been paying attention. We're going to lose him for some, like, seventh round pick and Griffin Reinhardt. Not a player like Griffin Reinhardt. Actually, Griffin Reinhardt. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, 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 just... I think Holland is smart enough to not trade one of our only two right-handed defenseman under contract next year. The other one being Evan Bouchard. <laughs> I think we're fine. I'm not worried about that. I, 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 I'm into the rumors that don't involve trading Bear, but I don't think we're going to trade Bear. I think we're going to be just fine. I would like to, and we'll, we'll get to like the names I haven't mentioned for our acquisitions in a second here, but yeah, I, I'm not that concerned. I feel like we'll be fine. We're not actually going to trade him, right? Right? Thank you. What the like? What the fuck is it? Who? Oh, I bet I know who. Sorry, I just, I fucking knew it. So mm. I, I searched Ethan Bear on Twitter just to see what the is latest buzz was. Uh, I think it was. But okay, this article. This is the most bullshit headline I've ever read. Ethan Bear struggling on defense. What? Has slipped from his sharp 2019-20 form. Yeah, a little bit. Ryan? Okay, but it's not like he just turned into, like, Tyson Berry. <laughs> He's still a plus defender. Yeah, Ethan Bear has gone from a, like, dynamic puck-moving defenseman to a reliable shutdown low-event guy. And come on, you're telling me that no one expected him to regress from last season? He was a rookie last year. Also, he cussed this year. Like, it, it was it was more than likely that he was going to take just a little step back. And then he gets concussed and it really doesn't help. Like, yeah. Okay, Ryan. I, okay, this is in the Edmonton Journal. Mm-hmm. One guess who wrote this? Ah, uh, Spectre. Spectre doesn't work for the journal, dude. Who works for the journal? I'm, I'm. Oh, you're totally. It was David Staples. Oh yes. Yeah. Which this is such a David Staples thing yep. to say, like. 
David Staples is also the guy that's like, oh, should have never have traded for Athanasiu. Like, shut up. <laughs> he, he was also saying that we should have uh, qualified Athanasiu to cut our losses. You can't do both. It's like, you don't cut your losses by incurring more losses. That's not how that works. <laughs> or incurring a loss Anyways. for longer. Anyway, okay. Ethan Bear is fine, okay? He's a very, like we you said, he's been, a we need him. he's been a low event guy this year, which is, we need more low event guys. Okay. I'm back with Nurse. Like, So, also, we should mention the elephant. We should mention the Jeff Petrie-shaped elephant in the room. That is Jeff Petrie. Like, do Oilers fans not remember that? No, they do. We still complain about it. Yeah, they do. So why are we... I don't... Like, how is Ethan Bear different than Jeff Petrie? To me, the worst... Like, if we lose Bear in a trade, in any trade at all, the worst part for me is that one of Barry or Larson will be getting an 8x8, right? Oh, God. And so this is going to be a, we don't need Taylor Hall. We're going to have Milan Lucic. We don't need Ethan Bear. We're going to have Adam, Larson, or Tyson Barry. Which they're, Larson and Barry are two very different players. I would rather keep Larson. Larson, Bouchard, Bear next year. I don't know, but... Like, and the thing is, is that Barry is never, ever going to be scratched. He's leading the NHL among points by defensemen. So the only hope is to be, have him be the one that, part of the trade package. But teams that are looking to get rid of guys are selling. They're not going to want a Tyson Barry right now. Tyson Barry has to go to a rental. Yeah, they don't want a rental. That's why yeah. got to pull off a three way trade. Okay, Boston with DeBrusque, they might want a rental. But okay. Like, okay. Let, let's won't. let's let's talk about Ethan Bear for Jake DeBrusque because that is by far the most popular rumor that's been swirling around Ethan Bear. So first of all, I'll say <laughs> I really like Jake DeBrusque. First of all, he's an Edmonton kid, obviously. So second, he's a good player who has struggled mightily this year. Um, I'm gonna try to pull up some stats. Just give me a moment here. Don't trade bear, please. That's all I gotta say. I feel like if you're gonna trade someone for DeBrusque, I would not go our best defenseman. Like uh, okay. that might be crazy to comprehend, but that's how I see okay, it. Okay, so Jake DeBrusque, his first season was in 2017-18, 43 points, followed by 42 points. So, sorry, it was 43 in 70 games. Then the next year was 42 in 68 games. Last season was 35 in 65. And this season so far, one goal, four assists in 17 games. So for his career, he's 0.57 points per game. Okay? That's a good player. Yeah. It's hard to find that kind of player. Uh, right now, he's making 3.7 on the cap. It's a bit high. It's a bit high. But it's, again, this is a, a, a very good player we're talking about here. Not an elite superstar by, I mean, who knows? He might get there. He's only 24. So there's still some room there for development. 
Don't fucking trade him for Ethan Bear. Like, okay, like, Ryan, what do you think is more hard to come by in the NHL? A Bear. guy who... <laughs> Next <guy> question. Was... <laughs> That's a clown question, bro. <laughs> A, a guy who can who has the potential to be a top pairing defenseman in the NHL and a very good defensive shutdown guy as well as a puck mover, right-handed, who can run a power play, who is right-handed, or you know we're talking and sells mad amount of jerseys from the prestigious community. Oh yeah, don't forget that. Versus a guy that is probably a middle six forward has the potential to play top line. Will get you, you know, 50, 60 points at his max. Uh, like, come on. They're both number 74. Woo? Woo? Now, there's a chance that Jake DeBrus could come home and playing in front of his dad every night, score three points per game. That's entirely possible. Yeah. But. My next question. Yeah. yeah. So, honestly, okay, sorry. I haven't seen I have, anyone. I have a question for you. Uh, real quick, I have it. a question for you. Okay. In order to determine whether or not the Oilers should make this trade, I ask you this question. Would Peter Shirelli do this trade? Yep. Then stay the fuck away. Yeah. They're taking on the same draft, these two players. Just fun fact. Um, rounds apart, but yeah. Um, what I was going to say, oh, I forget now. What was I going to say? Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. Uh, it'll come back to me in a moment. <laughs> or it won't. <laughs> it's okay. We'll wait. Um, what would you give for DeBrusque if not Bear? Like, what wh- what are you looking at? Like, what would you give? Oh, well, I don't know what the Bruins would take for. That's, like, that's I don't true. know what, what the asking price would be. Yeah, because you know, it, it, it's a player that, given his performance this season, it really depends what the front office thinks of him. Yeah, right. So it could be. Like, Ethan Bear might be the asking price. It might be, I don't know, it might be like uh, like a Yamamoto even, right? That's just bad. <laughs> it might be, I don't know, it could be a Lajeson or a... Jones, Barry. Caleb Jones, yeah. Tyson Berry, maybe. Like, so See, Boston, Boston could take a rental, but... Okay, everywhere I've looked, I have only seen people saying don't trade Bear. I have not seen one person so far. I've seen people say this person said trade Bear, but I haven't seen them firsthand. So everything I've heard of has been don't trade Bear. Does Ken Holland check Twitter? The real Ken Holland, not fake Oilers GM. GM. Yeah, because I feel like he he signed Cuckoo, who he signed Cahoon. Like, does he check Twitter? Like he might. Well, Twitter's Oilers Twitter is mad at Ken Holland right now because did you see the petition that's going around? What? The petition for the Oilers to hire a stats department. That's fair. I mean, that's okay. We like. Okay. Why are we mad? Like, what what happened that we are mad right now? We're on a three game winning streak. We should all relax. It's it's because the the fancies nerds uh, don't think that. Ken Holland pays any attention to any statistic, which he's old school. But I don't. Uh, know. Yeah, Ken Holland is an old school GM. That being said, he's a good GM. 
Like I can sit here and throw shade okay. at Tippett, but like Holland has been great. I don't have a the Oilers. The Oilers don't have an analytics department, and that's an issue. I feel like with well, it's on Twitter. Just use them. If I was <laughs> GM, talk- I would simply just I'm, have Twitter. I'm. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I'm not talking about like Holes. the publicly available metrics. Right, like your courses, your Fenwick's, like, like those are pretty, your expected goals. Those are pretty kind of surface level, yeah. and they can't really tell you a whole lot that you can't just see with your eyes, right? Like for me, those are handy when I can't watch the game. Yeah. Um, but some of the private companies that have sprung up that, you know, counting high danger chances and zone entries. And rushes and you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's 2021. The like the Oilers should have some kind of analytics department, even if they only track plus minus. It's better than what they have right no, now. No, don't track plus minus, man. Plus minus <laughs> is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Now on the other hand, some of the fancies guys do take it a bit far. Like saying that Tyson Berry is uh should be scratched every game. That's a take I don't agree with because like you said, he is leading the league in defenseman points. Yeah. If if you're leading the league in something that is good, you should be in the lineup. Here's, I don't care. Here's what I say though. P- people I don't know. And again, we don't have the multiverse to go and travel to see what it's like in other places. But to me, in a world where Bouchard doesn't exist, this isn't a, this isn't a narrative. People will not hate Barry. People only hate Barry because that's he's fair, blocking yeah. Bouchard. And that's, no, that, and that's not Barry's right. fault. That's Tippett's fault. That's Tippett's fault for continuously playing Krussell. And then when it, he had the bright idea to put one of our right guys on the left, because four of our best five defensemen are on the right side, he put the inexperienced guy there. So, like, yeah. In, in, in the world where Bouchard doesn't exist, no one cares about Barry playing. People can still complain about power play time, what pairing he's on, defensive mistakes, but no one's saying he should be Oh, scratched. yeah, like Tyson Barry, like, I, he is a – probably a second – like, fuck, of – all of the decisions that Tippett has made this year, the one that continues to baffle me, and it's probably just because it hasn't bitten them in the ass yet, and that's why yeah. you know more people aren't talking about this, it's having Nurse and Barry, your two most aggressively offensive defensemen, in terms of you know jumping in the rush. Yeah. They're on the same fucking pairing. Yes. How does that... Like, Literally the last game they had a yeah. Two on I was gonna say that. And, and who were the players? It was your two fucking defense. Nurse and Barry had a two on one. Who is playing defense? Literally, who's playing McDavid? No, he is a historically bad defensive no, player. No, it was McDavid and Yessi back. Like, or even Yamo, I think. Like, yeah, McDavid and Yamo. Like you, you can't see that and. You know, yeah, it's a two-on-one. That's a good thing. But you cannot look at that play and say, this is good. <laughs> Nurse <laughs> Our Bear. Our team is good. Nurse Bear, Barry Jones, 
Larson Lagesson. Hell yeah. You didn't even that missed go, that's that skips me hard. I, I like but, I like Jones I like Jones Larson. I, I like, like Lagesson Larson a lot. Fuck, I like I'd like Nurse Larson. I'd like Larson with anybody. Ethan, my my question to you is why has Bouchard been scratched forever? Why why does only one of Jones and Lagesson get in the lineup? When Crussell and I I'm I got mad respect for Cowboy Crussell. Man, that guy is committed. He will block shots. He will he, he will Chris he'll do Chris anything Russell, for this team. He's not Chris Russell defenseman. is a perfect seventh defenseman. He can play both sides. We lost Cuckoo. Russell's our seventh instead of our eighth. Why is he being treated as our fourth? Oh my god. Because he's a vet. He's a wily vet, and Tibbet loves wily vets. Like I like both I like both Russells. If I'm coached, they don't see the ice. Barring injury, they don't. Yeah, just cause just cause you like a guy doesn't mean he Yeah. Like over the course of a full season, like I'm I'm not saying he should never play. Yeah, like over I the don't, course I don't of the full season, Russell, people people hate Russell. I don't. I'm I refuse to hate on on a guy who commits that much to this team. Chris Russell over, is a trooper. He again, don't play him over Jones, Lagesson, and Bouchard. Over the course of a full season, you're gonna play like eight or nine defensemen, right? Especially right so, now when they're all hurt. Just because I'm saying, oh, he's number seven or number eight, doesn't mean that I'd never want to see him on the ice ever. I get it, especially in this like super compressed schedule. Yeah, the like, crazy. He's gonna play. It's just he shouldn't be playing ahead of your actual good defenseman. You know what's gonna be funny when we have a back to back against Vancouver and Ottawa this weekend, and Bouchard plays zero of the two. Oh man, I'm gonna like Ethan. My main concern at this team right now, like, yeah, people, there's there's concerns. My main concern is Bouchard. At what point does Taxi Squad kind of hinder your development? Now, he's a natural. Bouchard's a natural. He'll be fine, but will he? Like, at least send him to Bakersfield. If if you have no intention of playing him. Exactly. Send him to Bakersfield. Yeah. Like, he's been, he hasn't played since game two, game one against Toronto. Like, if you if you're not gonna play Bouchard, if you're like no, I refuse to play Evan Bouchard. Also worth note, not that anyone cares to hear this, but guy drafted two picks later, right-handed defenseman Noah Dobson is currently playing top four minutes and running the top power play for the New York Islanders. Um, because Barry Trotz, another old school coach who's actually adaptable, is believing in his guy. Um, yeah, so. Honestly, if Bouchard gets sent down to like if we if we finish recording or check Twitter, Bouchard's been sent down to the Bayfield Condors. That's not the worst. That's fine. That's not the worst thing. I'd rather at least he's playing. Yeah, I don't like and you can call up you can call up I almost just said call up Theodore Niederbach. That's the wrong guy. That's a Red Wings prospect. <laughs> call up Theodore Langstrom. I think he's already yeah. he's already practicing with the main group, right? Like maybe. Just run run nurse bear. Larson, Lagesson, Barry Jones, your seven eight, Crussell, Langstrom, Bouchard does not need to be here. If you're not going to play him, he can he can be sent down. Right. He should he should be in the top six, but we, we're just too good. And do not you... trade Bear to make room for him. That's not saying. <laughs> yeah, don't don't take this the wrong way. Like you know that. Jay Woodcroft would look at that and say, yes, there's my power play quarterback. There's my top pair defenseman. 
and he would play in Bakersfield. He'd play in the NHL if Woodruff was the coach in the NHL. Yeah. And then Larson or Barry or or someone else would would who's right headed would play on the left over Jones or Ledge. But just one way or another, play him. Enough of this taxi squad bullshit. Like I just, like I don't care about I don't Devin get Shore the being on the taxi squad. But like when it's your top prospect who looking at all the numbers had a had an eighty eight percent chance of NHL stardom. Comparable like we're, we're, Ryan Ellis. We're, we're talking about a, a top 10 draft pick. Yeah. Like in the first round of a draft. Yes. Like this isn't, we're not talking about, you know, Fernando Pisani, eighth round. Or even Caleb Jones, fifth round. This is like your top yeah. guy, Matt. This Jones is your. Fourth, sorry, but yeah. This is your either your depending on how you look at it, it's either your number one or your number two defenseman prospect. So he, yeah, he's either one or two that way. Yeah, he's, he's either one or two, and right now he's one. He's closer. He's ready. It's really it's it's two questions you gotta ask when when assessing any player and where he should be in the lineup. Yeah. Number one, does he help us win? And I think Bouchard, when he's in the lineup, like the Oilers are better with having Bouchard in the lineup than not in the lineup. Yeah. And question number two is, how is this affecting the player's development? If he's not playing, that's a problem. So the answer to both of those questions suggests that Evan Bouchard should be in the lineup every night. He should. And he's not. He hasn't been in five games. And that's an issue. Since he hasn't been in the lineup since he was forced to play his offside. We don't want did him. Okay. He did okay. He, he got burnt on the knee line and breakaway. The whole team did. But, like, he... Yeah. He... This is the guy you're grooming to be your number one right shot guy. Do, don't... Treat, don't treat him as a left-handed, as a left-side guy this early in his career. Like, what the hell? And the other thing is, like, Broberg Bouchard. I, I, if they're th- that's your top pairing forever. If if one of, if they're both left side players, then you've done something terribly wrong. And I just like you got to think about it from Bouchard's perspective too, because like, what does that say about Tippett's confidence in him? I think Bouchard can see it. He can recognize that Larson, Barry, and Bear are NHL caliber defensemen. I think he. Okay, but what, but you're telling me that he looks at Chris Russell playing, and is like, "Yo, this is fine. This no, is that's the Chris issue. Russell is a better defenseman than me. Yeah, and it, you know, Tippett seems to have this effect on a lot of people. Well, not a lot, but multiple people. I think it's the same thing with Miko Koskinen. I think one of the reasons that Koskinen has been iffy at times this year. Now, the start of the season is different. The start. Of, I'm talking about since Mike Smith made his first start of the season. Yeah. I think that Koskinen has been Schmitty. struggling to, to, to kind of get it going because I don't think Koskinen believes that Dave Tippett has a lot of confidence in him. And wh- whether Tippett does or not is, is is not relevant. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's, it's about what the player thinks. Like, if, if Koskinen's like, Tippett hates me, 
it doesn't matter if tip if that's correct or not. It, it if you feel that way, then your feelings are justified and they need to be dealt with. And some, Cause, something cause has gone wrong. That, that's your starting because, goal. So because this season and last season, both Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen have had stinkers, and I don't have any data to back this up, but there does seem to be a consensus that. Dave Tippett is seems to be more lenient and gives a longer leash to Mike Smith than Miko Koskinen. Yep. You know, he might leave in Koskinen for four goals and Smith for five goals. He might go to Smith sooner after, you know, and it's, again, whether he does or not doesn't give a shit. It's, or does not matter. Yeah. <laughs> It's whether the player thinks you have con- and you can say all you want. Oh yeah, I believe in you, Miko. You're my, you know, you're my guy. I got a lot of faith in you. <laughs> Fucking actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And the actions that I'm seeing indicate that, um, Tippett has a tendency to have that effect on certain players. Yeah. And it's misplaced because yeah, it is. <clears throat> So, I, my my bright idea right now is we put Tyson Berry on the left, not left wing. That was my bright idea last week, and that still <laughs> works. You can still try that, and the article is still up on yikpress.com. But yeah, if you want to, nice plug. If you want to, yeah, play Barry left side D. That way, you get rid of the Nurse Barry pairing, and Bouchard gets in the lineup, and then you can only play one of Jones and Lajeson. And at this point. I don't even care. Jones and Lajeson are not. I don't care about them anymore. If Bouchard isn't playing, I have bigger problems than which of Jones or Lajeson are playing. So, also, is Cahoon hurt or is Cahoon our fifth line center right now? What's happening? I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I I think he's healthy. Like, why was Devin Shore playing over Dominic Cahoon? Now, when Devin Shore goes and does a Matt Hendricks paralyzer, Jimmy well, Dangle on the on the two on one, that's why. That's why. But see, I don't, and I love when my questions are answered after I ask them. This happens all the time. Ethan, <laughs> I was sitting with you at a table at a friend's house, listening to the Anaheim game on the radio well, yes, years ago. Mike Camilleri yeah, story. And um, I hear, I hear the uh, freaking Camilleri here in the shootout. I'm like, why is Camilleri in the shootout? He scores. That's why Camilleri's in the shootout. And the following year. Why is Jason Garrison on the power play? He scores. <laughs> That's why Jason Garrison's on the power play. So I, I love getting proved wrong. I ask, why is Devin Shore in the lineup? That's why Devin Shore is in the lineup. But I think that doesn't work the other way, you know? I, I can't be like, why isn't Bouchard in the lineup? And then Bouchard does something really, really amazing from the taxi squad. That's why he's <laughs> like, what? He, he's he's like the loudest guy in the press box. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't... What? Like, they, that kind of works if a, guy's, if, if a guy gets... Like, I'm like, why isn't he in the lineup? Comes in the lineup and he sucks. There's my answer, but that's okay. But happen. if he never if he never comes back into the lineup, we'll then never know. <laughs> yeah, remember when we of, thought that of... Griffin Reinhardt sucked, and then he played one playoff game and was actually really really good. Got an assist, was a plus one, and I'm like, oh, maybe he's not that bad. And then Seattle or Vegas took him, anyways. So 
and we haven't heard from him since. He literally hasn't played an NHL game since that. And he didn't play an NHL game that season because we had we had Griba and Benning as our six and seven, um, and Dylan Simpson as well that year. But yeah, Ryan. What happened to him? Uh, he got a PTO in Columbus. I haven't heard from him since. I don't know. Oh man, sucks. I think he's freaking somewhere in the AHL. Maybe I don't know. I should check. Sad. But yeah, I liked him. Griffin Reinhardt, what a legend. I'm kidding. Oil Kings legend. I love how we freaking sure. played our number like nine defenseman in a playoff game because Clefbaum was just a bit banged up and it was a must-win game, but we're like, I think we should give Griffin Reinhardt some more minutes just so we can like for exactly three months win the Barzell trade until Barzell makes his season, his career debut and puts up 85 points in 82 games outscoring John freaking Tavares. <laughs> Okay, okay. I can tell you're hot, so we're gonna move this train along. What's next? I don't want. I got one more thing I want to talk about. Uh, we are bringing back a very popular segment on the show. It is time for the clown show, featuring your very favorite sports commissioner, Mister Doctor. No, he's not. Sir, no. Uh, guy Rob Manfred. Um. Okay, Ryan, there was he hates his news. <laughs> yeah, literally the commissioner of baseball who just happens to hate baseball, and that never came up in the interview. Uh, if I was a reporter, like, would you be like, why do you hate baseball? Literally every press conference. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to go to journalism school, get a journalism degree, become a sports journalist, and exclusively go to Rob Manfred press conferences and ask him one question. What? Two questions. One, why do you hate baseball? Two, if you hate baseball so much, why did you take a job as commissioner of it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the news today, uh, MLB announced... So first of all, if you haven't heard... MLB totally fucked up the minor leagues this year. Like, they're just... It's totally different. They got rid of the International League and the Pacific Coast League, and now it's just AAA West. Ooh. AAA East. Ooh. My favorite direction. (laughs) On top of that, uh, they're going to be introducing some... They're calling them experimental rules that they're going to be testing in certain minor leagues and with the intention that if they go well, they'll eventually work their way up to Major League Baseball, which is usually how these things go, right? Um, you know, they test out these rules here so they don't have to... If if it turns out that um, the rule is terrible, which n- has never happened under Rob Manfred, he's never, he's never had a terrible rule that it doesn't go up to the major leagues. But anyways, here's the list of the various... There is... Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six different rule changes they're testing. Yee. Approximately. Okay, here we go. The first one, and also... Sorry, but they're doing this weird thing where... They're, like, testing one rule in this league, but then in this league, they're testing another rule. What? It's so weird. If you want okay, to see rules work, just try them all at once. No, that doesn't make any sense. Okay, first rule. 
This is only in the AAA leagues. So, the bases, hence the term baseball, the ba- <laughs> yeah, those bases. Yeah, 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 yeah. Currently, they're 15 inches square, so it's 15 by 15 inches. In AAA this year, they're going to be expanding them to 18 inches, which, you know, when I watch baseball as a diehard fan, I, the first thing that always comes to my mind is, you know what, we got a great sport. But they need to make the bases bigger. I want bigger pillow. <laughs> um, so the competition committee. Uh, Why? So, okay. First, they're, it says that they're trying to reduce player injuries and collisions, which kind of makes sense. They're also going to make great the bases excuse. out of, they're going to make the bases out of a new material. So they're less slippery when they get wet, which is a good idea. Velcro. Um, Competition committee also expects the shorter distances between bases uh, to have a modest impact on the success rate of stolen base attempts and frequency, which with a batter runner reaches base on ground balls and bunt attempts. So, yeah, like essentially you're shortening the base paths by three inches. Yeah. Which. uh, I mean, sure, whatever. I just, I don't think this is going to have a huge impact on anything. Uh, Next one. So the discussion over the last couple of years has been about defensive shifts and how uh, batting averages have gone down across the board because uh, major league hitters forgot how to hit the ball the other way. It has nothing to do with the shifts. It's just MLB hitters are babies. That can't hit the ball the other way. They have to pull everything. Um, so in double A, the rule change is that all four infielders have to have their feet on the dirt. So there's no restriction on moving left or right, but you can't have the shift where. You know, the shortstop moves to the right side of second, and then the second baseman plays in shallow right field Mm -hmm. to give himself more range. You can't do that anymore. Everyone has to be on the dirt, which, like, fucking, ugh. I don't know, Ryan. What What do you think about? We don't have to change things. Okay, right. Like, what? What if I told you? Okay, I'm the commissioner of hockey, and we're introducing this new rule where uh, you can only have one defenseman on each side of the net. Why? 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 It's stupid, right? What? Like, I don't even really care. Like, I'm asking why. I don't really care to hear why. Why would you even think of that? What are you doing? Yeah, like, what are you trying to improve? Like, yeah, like how? Like, where does this idea come from? Like, what are you thinking? Okay, so basically in, in like, 2012-ish, 2013... It should be a coach's decision. In, in 2012, 2013, St. Joe Madden, as he's known to the baseball analytics community, uh, is manager of the Tampa Bay Rays, who, like today, have a very low payroll and have to find unique, creative ways to win ballgames. And one thing that he noticed is that particular hitters... <laughs> hit the ball in certain spots more than others. And he noticed this especially with left-handed hitters. 
left-handed hitters usually hit the ball to right field much more often than they hit the ball to left field. And so what he started started doing... But I get what you're saying. No, right field then to left field. Left-handed hitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You with me? (laughs) So what Joe Joe Madden started doing is he's like, okay, if there's a left-handed hitter up, and according to our numbers, he hits the ball a lot to right field, I'm going to move my shortstop to the right side of second base, move Mm -hmm. my second baseman even further to the right, Mm -hmm. and so we have more defenders over there where he hits the ball more. Which is a pretty sound strategy. Now, if you're the hitter, naturally you think, oh, well, okay, I'm one of the best hitters in the world. I should have the ability to just hit the ball in the other direction. Yeah, wherever you want. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't do that. You know what they did, Ryan? What they do, Ethan? They bitched and complained until, you know, six years later when the commissioner's office was like, fine. We'll change the fucking rule because you can't hit a baseball. Like, you don't even have to hit the other way. Literally, it's so easy. All you have to do is bunt. Bunt it in the other direction. Because think about it. If there's only one guy on the left side of the infield, Mm -hmm. all you have to do is get it past the pitcher. And it is a free base hit. Exactly. But no, we gotta fucking. Uh. Okay, my my main thing about this, yeah, this whole thing, whatever. I need same with the hockey uh, metaphor, whatever. I do not care what you want to strategize. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? Sure, if a specific coach wants to try this layout, go for it. Is why would the league commissioner give a flying hoot in a sandbox about the, the, what is happening? This would. This would be like if the NFL banned running the ball and said you had to pass it. Then what's the fucking point? Like okay, baseball and that's has... it's perfect perfect because because your coach can say don't run the ball in this case, right? Th- th- this should not be up to the commissioner. This should be up to the specific strategy of the coach and the players and it should be adaptable by what's happening. You can't the... have the commissioner just make a decision like that. That's... Yeah, this this is the thing. This is the one where I'm like, okay, hey, Rob Manfred obviously hates baseball or yeah. he just doesn't get it because baseball has always been since like the 18 fucking 50s. It is always, yes, it's a sport. It's played by athletes, mm-hmm. but it's also played in the head. Yeah. Right? This It's not football. You have to be smart to play baseball yeah. or you have to be so freakishly athletic that it overcomes your lack of baseball IQ. That'd be impressive. Right? And now he's literally stripping away one of the, you know, cat and mouse aspects of the game. Like, Keep it. Man, it's... What's next? We're going to ban curveballs? Yeah. Too much strategy there. Yeah, like, is he trying to make this like Mario Super Sluggers? We're going to ban hit This is about to have less strategy than Mario Super Sluggers. Literally, yeah. Great game, though. Fucking love Mario Super Sluggers. <laughs> okay, next one. This is There's in high more? A. Yeah, this is in high A. Pitchers are now required to disengage the rubber prior to throwing to any base with the penalty of a balk in the event 
the pitcher fails to comply. So this one specifically affects left-handed pitchers with a runner on first base. That's handest. Yeah, literally. So if you're a right-handed pitcher, it's hard for me to demonstrate because you can't see my feet. Mm -hmm. But, like, imagine these are my feet, okay? Okay. I'm a right-handed pitcher. This leg goes up, and to pitch, I go this way. Yep. Okay? If you're a right-handed pitcher, if you want to pick off the first base, you first have to lift this back foot off the rubber. Yeah. And then turn and throw to first. Right? Otherwise, it's a balk. Now, if you're a left-handed pitcher, okay, so let's say... Like, Ryan, pretend you are, for, like, first base, and I'm a left-handed pitcher. So I'm, this is my front foot, and I'm pitching this way, okay? I apologize to our audio listeners who have no idea what the fuck is going Which on. Which is all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay? So if I'm a left-handed pitcher, I have two options. One, I can pick up my back foot off the rubber and just snap throw. Yeah. Or the sneaky one is I can pick up my front leg and basically when my front leg is up, I have two options. I can pitch or I can throw to first. And what this rule does is once you put your front leg up, it's removing the option of going to first. So now the only pickoff you can do is stepping off yeah, and doing the snap throw. Again, it's eliminating strategy. Why would you do that? We're literally turning the difficulty sliders down. Stop. <laughs> Next rule. You still there? Oh, wait. Oh, oh wait. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I lost my place on the, on the page. Okay. Next rule. This is in all low A leagues. Okay. Pitchers will be limited to a total of two pickoffs per plate appearance while there is at least one runner on base. Why? A third, a, a pitcher may attempt a third pickoff in the same plate appearance. However, if the runner safely returns to the occupied base, the result is a balk. So Ryan, I want you I want you to imagine that you are a really fast runner, okay? You're the fastest guy on the team. Awesome. Okay. Let's say you get a base hit, you're standing on first base, I'm the pitcher. And you want to steal you want to steal second cuz you're a really fast guy. Oh yeah. Okay? I see you getting a really big lead cuz you're going to steal second, so I pick off, you're safe. Okay, I get the ball back. I throw a pitch, ball one. Okay, it's 1-0. I look over. You still have a really big league, so big lead, so I want to keep you close, so I throw over again. Safe. I get the ball back. Now, since I have thrown over twice, I am no longer allowed to throw over again. So Ryan, what can you do as a runner? You can get as big a lead as you want. Because if I because if I throw over, it's a balk. Yeah. Right? What do you, yeah, where's that accomplish? Oh, sorry, sorry. If you're, if you, so if I throw over and you get back safe, it's a balk. Yeah. Okay. So now instead of 
Because the pickoffs are intended to just shorten up your lead, right? So yeah. now instead of shortening up your, your lead, you as the runner, knowing this new rule, say, I'm just going to keep my lead. I'm going to get a big lead. I'm going to make sure I can still get back to... Basically, you can get as big a lead as you can mm-hmm. while still being able to get back to the base. Because once I throw over and you're in there safe, you get to walk to second base. Hell yeah, baby. We walk. Next rule. This is the worst one. No, oh, no. This is in the low A Southeast League. Automatic strike zone. Yeah. Um. Bunch of cameras put up throughout the ballpark. Home plate umpire has a headphone in his ear. And they tell him ball or strike. Isn't that the ump's job? Anyone who advocates for an automatic strike zone doesn't get baseball. And if you don't get baseball, I don't know why you're here. I don't know why you're watching it. If you don't like baseball, that's fine. I don't like a lot. I don't like a lot of things. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I don't really like uh, rhythmic gymnastics. I'm not the fucking commissioner of of the rhythmic gymnastics league. (laughs) Okay? Like, the thing about the strike zone in baseball is that this might surprise some people. It's fluid. It changes throughout the game, throughout the season. Okay? The strike zone in a nothing-nothing game in the first inning isn't going to be the same as a 7-5 to five ball game in the ninth. Okay? Mm-hmm. It changes every inning. Every It changes pitch to pitch. Okay? The strike zone, you know, the strike zone gets bigger when you have two strikes. That's just how the game is. Like, and it, it's hard to explain to people that aren't, huge baseball fans like I am. And I, I know I'm sounding a bit pretentious, a bit up on my high horse. I apologize for that. But, you know, I, I've been involved with baseball for a long time, and I I hate this. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Like, yes, calling balls and strikes is one of the hardest jobs in sports, especially at the speeds that guys are chucking the ball now. But... Yeah, I just... I think they should put it to vote. I think for each and every pitch, you just halt the entire game. Everyone pulls out their, their mobile devices, and you vote and on And you just app. hit a button. Yeah, you ball vote on out whether it's ball or strike. Yes. <laughs> Ryan Mackney, the next commissioner of baseball, everybody. Thank you. Uh, it is I, right, Commissioner Ron. Hey, Jake DeBrus just scored. Lol. You must have heard us talking about him. Okay, and then there's Voted another Noah Dobson. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, there's one more. Low A West is going to be using a pitch clock. Uh, here's the thing about the pitch clock. There's already a fucking rule in the rule book for a pitch clock. Just use it. Okay? <laughs> Go to the official baseball rules. There is a rule in there that says with no one on base, the pitcher has 12 seconds to pitch the ball. I don't know what the exact rule number is, but it's in there. Trust me. <laughs> 
So instead of doing all this grandstanding of, oh, look how we're improving pace of play. Literally, all Rob Manfred has to do to take off a couple seconds, or a couple, like, we're talking uh, with some pitchers, like 20 minutes off the average game. All he has to do <laughs> is tomorrow, tomorrow morning when he gets in the office, send an email to all the umpires and say, this rule, start enforcing it. But, of course, the MLB doesn't actually want to improve pace of play. Did they have a rule book? Small. <laughs> does, does... No, the, the, the ump just makes up the rules on the spot. No, I'm talking like like the, the head office. Like Ron and the gang. Do they have a rule book? Do they have access to one? I doubt it. I know the umps probably know it, but... Because they actually like baseball. Yeah, you'd think so. Okay, but like, if the MLB actually gave a shit about pace of play, they would have done something five years ago. Yeah. But think think about how many more t-shirts and pops and popcorns and hot dogs and sponsorships you sell in a three-hour game versus a two-and-a-half-hour game. That's right? like a whole extra hot dog, man. Here, Here's an experiment. Like... If if you ever listen to a ball game on the radio, um, you will notice this a lot. There's a lot of, uh, and I'm stealing a bit from Keith Olbermann here, so uh, credit where credit's due. But like, there's a lot of situations in the game where you'll hear the first hit of the game is brought to you by Barney's Discount House of Brass Knuckles. <laughs> right? You can't do that if the game's moving briskly. Yeah. Right? <coughs> and people pay money for those for those ads. So yeah. like the following is brought to you by Kit Kat Chunky, now twenty percent chunkier. <laughs> exactly. Or like those Thank you. in game like you know the like, in game the the in yeah. live broadcast strike zone usually has a sponsor with it. You know, replays are sponsored. So, hey, speaking of sponsors, speaking of sponsors and chocolate, um, go check out Ethan Bedusa featured on our top five chocolate bars, whether you like it or hey. not, alongside uh, guests nice Nelson and, and Brad. Um, just well, no, I saw a Nelson segue there. So, yeah, if you guys have to check that out. Well, he's the host, he, but he's been he a guest here. Host. That's what I meant. Oh, yeah, okay. he's been a guest yeah. here. So, you're familiar with Ethan, Brad, Nels, and a couple of people there to talk about chocolate. Yeah, he, I enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert if you haven't listened to it. I just want to break to Ryan because I fucking won. Let's go. Is that I your the third appearance? List. Third appearance, right? That was my second. Really? You, yeah. You've only, been, only on been on rock on that show bands. Twice. I'm one for two. You've only been on rock bands and chocolate? That's it? Yeah, hmm, that's right. Nice. How many have you won? Zero and two. Yeah, that's why I thought, I've had, bitch. Yeah, I've had, I've had to deal with Cheryl, though. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah go go check that out it was fun because i won and yeah. i'm really happy i don't get to win stuff lots so <laughs> um ryan do you have a shout out this week i do it's uh elvis merzlikens please come to edmonton <laughs> that's it well yeah we saw elliot friedman was talking about how merzlikens could be and you know friedman this isn't just like you know, Ethan Beduza, you know, sitting on a podcast and saying, you know, I think that this guy would be a good fit for the Oilers. Like, this is Elliot Friedman, so I feel like it's more credible. Maybe there's something happening there. 
Um, Are you saying that you trust Elliot Friedman more than your best friend? Not at a personal level, but at a level. <laughs> that's with, what it sounded like. At, at a level with which player might end up on which a hockey team? Yes, I I would trust Freed <laughs> over you. With like you know the code to my garage, I'd probably take you over Elliot. But <laughs> if, if, if it's to do with trade I'm, rumors, <laughs> we're talking about garage codes. I'm taking Elliot all day, man. I don't <laughs> care. Love that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my, Freeman. My shot. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah, go for it. Or is this a, okay? My shout out this week is to the Toronto Blue Jays lineup who exploded for ten runs against the Detroit Tigers today in spring training. Damn. They scored, I think, seven in the first <laughs> inning. George Springer let off the game with a home run. Uh, Vlad Jr. had a three-run shot. Uh, Telez had a hit in that first. Someone else hit a. But basically, the Jays are going to score a lot of runs this year. So, mm-hmm. Sure is. Okay, let's do trivia. Yeg Sports Trivia brought to you by uh, Barney's yeah. Discount Brass Knuckle Warehouse. Uh, Ryan, we discussed earlier in the show about the potential XFL-CFL super merger extravaganza. Um, so that's the topic today, is the XFL. Ryan, how would you rate your knowledge of the XFL? Not good. I mean, I just looked at a thing of teams, and I didn't know which ones were fake and which ones weren't. So it's it pretty, might come in handy. It's it might come. In I handy. remember most that's of what I read on that sheet, so I might I might know those. But yeah, other than that, I don't. I like it existed for like what a, a couple months in my lifetime. I I have no idea. So this could be right. this could be historically bad. Okay, let's do it. Five questions. You get a lifeline for the fifth and final question. All right, uh, let's do it. Question number one. The XFL in its original 2001 season uh, made a lot of headlines for its unique rule book. What unique method did the original XFL use to determine who received the first possession of the game? Uh, Was this only in the 2001 season? Yes. So last year they went to uh, just a coin toss last year. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> Did do you have a guess? Um, I guess rock paper scissors. No, that's not a right. game of a game of Madden. Nope. Uh, pick a card, any card, magic trick. Okay, here's what happened. So they put the ball on the 50 yard line, and they got one player from each team to line up at the 30 yard line. And basically, the ref said go, and it was whoever got to the ball first. What? Got to receive the kick. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> What's even more insane is that the first ever injury in the XFL happened on this play in the first game. Of course it did. Of course. Dude, sep- dude separated his shoulder. Hot dog. Like, the game hadn't even started yet. Wow. And this is the first XFL game ever. And that's how it starts. That's just like that's a that's a horrible omen, yeah, right? That there. means that you change the rule immediately. Everyone just pack it up and it's go like, home. Anyone have a quarter? And then no one has a quarter? <laughs> well. That's probably why they did it. Yeah, yeah, no one had a coin on them. Yeah. Okay. Question number two. So 
they instead of a Super Bowl or a Grey Cup, the XFL's championship game was called the Million Dollar Game because the, the winning team got a million dollars. Hell yeah! Which two teams played in the 2001 Million Dollar Game, and which team was crowned the first ever XFL champion? I know the winner was the Los Angeles Los Angeles Extreme. Because it's just okay. so dumb that they're named the extreme <laughs> and the league is named extreme. Um, no, it's not. It X doesn't stand for anything. No. <laughs> no, it ju- it stands for dumb. <laughs> X is for dumb. Okay, who did the who did the extreme <laughs> defeat? <laughs> Do I have to know like the city and the team name? Yes. If you get close, I'll probably give you the point. It was San Francisco, because I read this when we were talking about it earlier. I don't know what the team name was, though. I know it's San Fran. What are some of the team names that we... I wonder if the team name still exists or not. Um, I don't think it still exists. I I don't even know if any team still exists. From the 2020 to 2020. I don't think they do, no. No? None of them? That's sad. Can I get, like, 1.5 for getting San Fran? Just guess. Give me a guess for the team name. Hmm. Probably something dumb. What are, like, the basic-ass oh, names? Something like, dumb. Uh, like, Viper, Scorpion, Demon... Freaking Titan, I don't know. Just like those super basic. I don't honestly Scorpion is that that's too good. It's not gonna be Scorpion. I'm gonna need an answer, Friggin Ryan. Green the green blacks, the bridges, the <laughs> monkeys. Okay, no, you're the done. Lions, uh, the snakes. Incorrect. You did say the team name. Whoa, 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 whoa. It was this... Before, okay, if it's something I've already said, then there's it down. Can I guess now? Okay, you get what one more guess. What sounds the least dumb of everything I just said? Everything I just said, what sounds the least dumb? Slash the most... The one that's just just dumb enough. I'm going to say demon. I, I like, I like oh demon my as a God. team name. No, I'm not giving you the point. You get half a point for that one. It was okay, the was it? Los Angeles extreme over the San yeah. Francisco demons. Wait, so I don't I don't get a, I get half a point for getting it right, but late. I did I did need a massive hint, but Yeah. Yes. That's fair. I'll take uh, I'll take I'll take okay. five. Question number three. Oh we're just uh, we're drowning. This is where we oh, just shoot, drown. Where am I? I need sorry, I need to pull up my uh, Wikipedia article. <laughs> Wikipedia. This is like you gotta name a couple things. So let me just Okay. Give me two seconds. Ah, oh, shit. You may have noticed my internet's just a tire fire today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been quite bad. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. In the 2020 XFL season... Name three rules 
that differentiated the XFL from any other pro football league? What were some mm-hmm. XFL exclusive what? rules? From 2020. From 2020. How long is halftime in the in the normal NFL? I don't know. Ten minute halftime. Do I have to give you all three before Fuck, I get any that, feedback? Okay, that's correct. Yeah, you you you, you got one of them. <laughs> what what was that reaction about? Did you not get that one? Did you not have that one? Or what? No, it's just like, like you didn't even say, like ten minute halftime versus what the NFL gets, <laughs> and on on the article it literally just says there is a ten minute halftime. So yeah, so what is the NFL? <laughs> I don't no actually clue. know. It's longer than that. Okay, give me two more. I don't even know what like. I couldn't tell you what the specific rules are. Never mind what is different. Um, they do a coin flip now, I think, right? So I can't say coin yeah, flip. It's not different. Yeah, not anymore. Is the ball like a different size? Bigger, bigger football. Bigger balls. Bigger balls. For the extreme football league. No, it's just the XFL. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bigger ball, bigger ball. No, it's the same size ball. Hit the whip. So that's incorrect. Also, they don't do a coin flip in the XFL. The home team just gets the ball. Well, that would have been correct. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so you're at like point uh, seven five out of three. 1.5. Get out of here. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay, question number four. You're right. This is going to be a historically bad performance. Okay, question four. Going back to the 2001 XFL. Eek. It featured many players that would go on to play in one Canadian football league. One of these players would go on to have a connection with our very own Edmonton football team, the Double E's, baby. However, he never played a game with the... I almost said it. The Double E's, baby. (laughs) And he never coached a game with the Double E's, baby. Who was this player? Wait, so what was his connection if he didn't do either of those things? Never played a game, never coached a game. But he was connected to both an XFL team and the the Double E's. He played in the XFL, and he has some connection with the Double E's. But he didn't coach or play. Didn't coach or play a single game. What? He's like like their backup anthem singer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, Chris Sheets from uh, Kissing Country, the... (laughs) The PA guy at Commonwealth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Is So you didn't leave out GM. I wonder if Sutherland okay. played next. Okay. 
I'm going question four. Yep. That's too easy for question four, then. It wouldn't be the GM. Unless it is. I don't know. I'm on a, I mean, I could just say the backup anthem singer. <laughs> you No, I need a name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the name of the backup anthem singer. Um, Do you know the name of the anthem singer? My, I don't know the name of the. I don't even know the name of the regular anthem singer. <laughs> <laughs> the starting. The starting anthem, anthem singer. singer. <laughs> starting at anthem singer for your <laughs> Edmonton. Um, Brock Sutherland. <laughs> You're, you're going to laugh, okay? It's not Brock Sunderland. It is... In fa- okay. This was a trick question because I said never played or coached a game, not never was a player or a coach. The player in question is one Scott Milanovic, who was the head coach of the Doubleys for a year, but never coached a game because there was no season. Ah, eh? That's eh? that's sad. He was the backup quarterback for the Los Angeles Extreme in 2001. So he has an XFL ring. Yep. Wow. I don't know. Did they do did did they do rings? Uh, no. He had like a coupon to like Hagen does. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question five. On my lifeline. <laughs> Okay. Question five is, I want you to name every team that played in the XFL in 2020. There's eight. Oh, okay. I can do. I just looked at that. You know I just looked at that. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if you can get this one. The lifeline is, I'll give you the city names, and you just have to tell me what the team's called. Okay. 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 No, we just looked at this, and I decided which ones were real, which ones were not. So this, I I should be able to get this. Okay. Dallas. Oh, so that means you're giving me all the all the cities. All yep. Right, let's go. It was Dallas Renegades because I look at them to for travel purposes, so I know that one. Houston. I was gonna make fun of it for being Rough Riders, <laughs> but it's not Rough Riders. What was it? It was Rough something. Uh-oh. And I wanted to have Uh-oh. a game between the Rough Riders and the Rough whatever else it is. <laughs> if I get one wrong, is it over? Yep. Oh, well, I'm losing you one again. I'm losing system. you again. Ethan, stay with me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, connect- no, 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 no. Connection gods. All right. Can you hear me? Ethan. I can see. Ethan, you're frozen. I can hear your voice. No. I, I, I can hear you. fine for me. Okay. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can, okay, I, that's... I can hear you. You're back. You're back. Okay. I think you're totally Who's, back. Who... Houston. Houston? <laughs> it's like hands. Houston. Rough hands. <laughs> no, 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 that sounds dumb. Houston rough. It's not backs either. Houston rough. <laughs> I'm just thinking what works. Houston rough. It all. It's next. It's next. Yeah, Houston rough next. <laughs> No, it is not the Houston Next. No, Houston Rough. It is the Houston Rough Next. Houston Unplugged Eyebrows. 
I I personally think they should go with the Houston Roughbacks. <laughs> or I mean, they had the Los Angeles Extreme. Why I've not? Seen worse. Why not just do the just do the Houston Rough? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Next one. Okay, so you got two. Los Angeles. Wildcats, baby. Yep. Seattle. Dragons. When the XFL DC. first came back, I'm like, Seattle Dragons, that's my team. That's what, And I didn't watch a single game. But um, that's, that's, that's my <laughs> preference in this league. It's DC, okay. DC Defenders. Yep. I saw this when the Capitol was stormed. I saw a meme. DC Defenders. <laughs> New York. Guardians. Okay, I got two more. St. Louis. Okay, this this one's Battle Hawks Uh-oh. because there because I, I I thought it was Blackhawks. I'm like that's interesting. St. Louis Blackhawks. Yeah, it's Battle Hawks. Okay, one more. This is an easy one. Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's the that's the Green Snake logo. The Vipers. <laughs> no, it's just the Vipers. <laughs> yeah, I was still got that like earlier in this recording. I got to read all the names because without that, I only would have gotten like. Seattle, LA, Dallas, DC. Like I probably would have gotten no one else. Okay, that that's half of them. Well, still, that still wouldn't have been enough. <laughs> All right, good job. You got question five. You should be proud. Okay, um, so that saved what was potentially the worst performance ever. But probably <laughs> not actually. I've probably done worse than that before. Oh, you've definitely done worse than that. Yeah, I I completely my, botched my, the the NFL quiz. Just my trick is I'm just gonna keep feeding you football quizzes. It works. I might have to learn something then. <laughs> hey, that's why we're here for learning to e- educate the masses. Yeah. Also, we need to pick an official XFL team for Edmonton. Seattle's the closest, and it's the coolest name. I like Seattle. I, I, I'm more of a Tampa Bay guy because Mark Pers- Tressman's the head coach. Okay, we don't so. have, have we don't have like we have different NFL teams, in the sense that I don't really have one, but I like Detroit Ball. and Green Bay. Oof. But. Oof. Okay, that does it here for us on Yig Sports. Thanks everybody for listening. Um I'm totally blanking. Ryan, can we follow you on Twitter? You can. Cool. <laughs> you can also follow me on Twitter or the show on Twitter, but we're not gonna tell you where. We also have a website. Good luck finding it. <laughs> HTTP semicolon backslash backslash something.com Ryan you got any final words for the folks at home um uh I don't really want to acquire Eric Stahl for the Oilers I've seen rumors I'm not really interested I don't know we don't need a third line center I, with Haas and Kara and also he's making I, a lot I of money I wouldn't mind it I wouldn't mind it if we don't give up like the future for him like if it's like a like I don't like I would welcome him to the team but I don't think he should be a target like if we could get him for free, that'd be yeah. fine. But we can't. Can get him for so. basically free for the last like twenty games, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah, we hadn't mentioned his yeah. name yet, and he was in the rumors. So. <clears throat> Gaetan Haas is an elite center. Yes. Sam Bennett's oh, a bust. Ethan, before you finish the show, I want to shout out um, Arnak Oil for making that video where Drysidle. Well, I don't care. You should have done it during shout out. When, when Drysidle um, was. Unintentionally yeah. throwing shit at Bennett. Go check that out if you. That was the funniest shit I have ever seen on Twitter. It was, you know, I'm he wasn't still thinking laughing that. At he it. wasn't thinking that. But if you, yes, he was. You, I mean, I, it is. This it is, is Leon Drysaddle we're talking about. He's a hat trick man. 
Sam Bennett is Buzz. We see you next week.